accumulation, preservation, generation. At Busey Bank, these are the principles we use to build meaningful financial partnerships with our clients and their families. With sound advice and vast resources, partner with Busey for a personalized approach to your legacy. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Member FDIC. And Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? On 93 WIBC. So let's rock! Of course, uh, keeping our eye on the Speaker of the House, the voting. A lot of flips today for Kevin McCarthy. People that didn't vote for him yesterday and now flipping their vote, voting for him today. Always uh, going to keep a close eye on that as uh, this develops today and uh, over the weekend. So today couldn't be considered a good day for Matt Gates. Now, whether it's fair or not, Matt Gates has kind of become the face of this movement to keep Kevin yeah. McCarthy out of the uh, Speaker of the House position. Like 20 of them, yeah. 20. Matt Gates, uh, Warren Boebert, and a few others. But Matt Gates has been the most outspoken. Uh, the rumors that were circulating this morning was that late last night, a little let's make a deal was being done with Kevin McCarthy. Now, this is just what's being talked about, a little scuttlebutt on the interwebs, if you will, uh, and what's in this deal is unknown. What we do know is that Chip Roy was asking for some rule changes. And again, Chip Roy from Texas, one of these 20 folks that were voting against Kevin McCarthy. Every time I hear Chip, I think of the grandpa on Talladega Nights. <laughs> <laughs> you going to let your son talk to their grandfather like that? I'm their elder. I sure as hell am, Chip. I love the way they're talking to you. <laughs> I'm going to come at you like a spider monkey. Uh, Chip Roy, he wanted yes. amendments to the some of the bills, and Matt Gates wanted this rule that the bills would only have one major subject. So no more trying to squeeze some bull crap in the bill and then passing it through like in an omnibus. Now, no word yet whether or not those concessions were met but a lot of folks have flipped their vote today and if this continues kevin mccarthy is just a handful of votes away from being confirmed as speaker of the house i don't know about like like gates and some of these other guys that immediately you know they stand up and will nominate donald j trump and then turn around and walk out and immediately go on tv kind of shady to me in some respects i understand they're trying to get what they want and they want more power for the congress i mean nancy pelosi was a ball buster like she she had a lot of things in there that they want to change this time around one of them being like like for example one of the concessions was like if if they wanted to get rid of pelosi under her uh, tenure then they would have had to like half the democrats would have had to vote for it and the, just to get it on the floor um now they want that change to just one person if they want a motion to vacate that seat for kevin mccarthy one congressman could go down there and put it up for a vote and so really just, a, just just an example of some of the other concessions probably uh, more seats on a um on committees for freedom caucus members just as a, as a quick example really that's all republicans are wanting they're wanting somebody to represent republicans the way that the old lady represented the democrats yeah. Listen, say what you want about Nancy Pelosi. You might not like her, 
But if you are somebody that's super liberal and somebody that is a Democrat, you have to love what you got out of Nancy Pelosi. She impeached your arch enemy twice in the House and every piece of radical left-wing bullcrap, she shoved it right down Republicans' throats. All Republicans are looking for is a little payback here. Somebody that will do the same, not somebody that will sign off on some of these bills that Pelosi would give two geriatric thumbs up to. This is a new thought we're going to have to have. We have a five-seat majority. So it's not one side's going to get more than another. It's the entire conference is going to have to learn how to work together. So it's better that we go through this process right now so we can achieve the things we want to achieve for the American public, what our commitment was. So if this takes a little longer and it doesn't meet your deadline, that's okay. Because it's not, it, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And if we finish well, we'll be very successful. That's Kevin McCarthy right there talking about the process yeah. and why it's taking so long. The one thing that I'm not hearing from McCarthy, though, Nige, is why he's the best man for this job. Lots of best men for this job. It's not like he's the only one that could do it. No, but I'm not hearing his case, right? If I saw Kevin McCarthy walk up to the podium and say, you know what? I want to do this. I'm the best, the most qualified person because of this. And he lays out his case. I'd have a little bit more respect for the dude. But right now, he's just saying that he feels like he's waited his time. Almost like Shooter McGavin and Happy Gilmore. It's Shooter's (laughs) time. It's Shooter's turn. Well, just because you've waited your time doesn't necessarily mean that you should be the next person selected. But it looks like the momentum is on his side. More than a dozen uh, Republicans have flipped today, and we will keep an eye on that story. Hey, you want to hear someone stupid? (laughs) Yeah, our our audience tuned in for that. They're listening listening to us right now. Sure. If you want to hear someone stupid, turn up your radio because (laughs) here's uh, Mara Gay from the New York Times on MSNBC. Fox News' impact not only on the Republican Party, but actually also on Republican voters. I mean, what must the voters who sent these individuals to Washington think of our government, right. if okay. this is who they they sent. I mean, the, you know, when you talk to some of these individuals, you get a sense that, you know, well, politicians are all crooks anyway, and the government's a joke anyway. Or you know what? Let's burn it to the ground. And really, you know, that's what these people were sent to do, um, or to make a mockery of it. I mean, the other element here you touched upon a couple minutes ago, which is just that some of these individuals were people who uh, were really only elected based on a litmus test to stop the tide of diversity in the country, the browning of America, the fears oh, that surround okay. that. I can't take her vocal fry. She talks like this and stopping the diversity. So oh, if you're keeping score nuts. at home, according to Mara Gay of the New York Times, don't you dare have questions about the United States government. You're a horrible person if you question anything that the government is doing right now. And oh, by the way, you're a racist. Mm-hmm. Heard a lot of that going around. You're a racist. And hey, speaking of racist on MSNBC, here's Joy Reid. <laughs> Republicans love to talk about black people in two specific ways. The first way is to boost the identity politics while patting themselves on the back. Which, of course, clears the way for their favorite tactic of misusing the words of a civil rights icon. Cue the one MLK quote they know. 
We do not seek to judge people by the color of their skin, but rather the content of their character. Ah, yes, we've reached the quote MLK portion of the program. Never mind that Donald's supports voter suppression efforts, which disproportionately hurt black Americans. But since when do details matter? Any black guy will do, especially one who's very nice, big in stature, and goes along with the program. Please tell me more about this voter suppression I keep hearing so much about, especially in Georgia, how they've had record turnouts from whites, blacks, and everybody else. Record turnout in places like Georgia where these laws are in place. Please spare me the accusations of identity politics when it comes to Republicans. Democrats are the party of identity politics. That's all they care about is checking off boxes. Okay, please. That, that was so, I mean, I rolled my eyes. You can probably hear me rolling my eyes when she said that. You're so right. Look at the movers and shakers of the Democratic Party. Kamala Harris was selected as the vice president. Why? Because she's not white and she's a woman, even though she hates Joe Biden. Like, she hates Joe Biden. Uh, sure. I mean, she called him a racist in <laughs> the Democratic primaries. Some of your folks that were... Uh, now you're working for the guy. <laughs> ...to be faces of the military. You've got men who dress as women, who steal luggage from the airports. That's yeah. a separate story. You've got... Uh, Mayorkas, well, he checks a certain box. He was picked to lead Homeland Security, and he's a disaster. Look what's happening at the southern border right now. It's so bad, even Kamala won't go down there. (laughs) So, yeah, Joy Reid, let's pump the brakes a little bit on talking about identity politics. All right, Matt Baer, what's going on?